Hello, I'm Professor Bob Hewish from the Department of International Development Studies at Dalhousie University. You're listening to GDP, the Global Development Primer, the podcast dedicated to all issues in international development studies. Follow me on Twitter at Professor Hewish. And welcome to Season 5 of GDP, the Global Development Primer podcast. Season 5 is taking place, of course, in unprecedented times, in the fall of 2020, when the world is amid the COVID-19 pandemic, and many university educators are, in fact, teaching online. So for this season, I'm including some bonus podcasts from another series that I developed back in the spring of 2020, called Radio Fast, Radio for the Faculty of Arts and Social Sciences, at Dalhousie University. This was a very brief podcast series that came together by request of colleagues and friends in the Faculty of Arts and Social Science who wanted to discuss tips and tricks about teaching online. So I've carried a couple of these podcasts over to the GDP series for Season 5. And amid the other great topics that we have coming up for Season 5, hope that you will enjoy some of the inside knowledge about trying to teach in an online world. And with this episode, episode one, I'm happy to present good friend of mine, Chef Ben Kelly, to kick off season five of GDP. You're listening to Radio Fast, the podcast dedicated to discussing all issues related to online learning in the time of the pandemic. Tune in to listen to colleagues and experts discuss tips, tricks, and the moral conundrums of teaching online in a socially distanced world. I'm your host, Bob Hewish, from the Department of International Development Studies, right here in FAS. On this episode of Radio FAS, we're talking about demonstrating skills online. As we know, in whatever subject field we're in, there are skills that need to be developed. Maybe it's putting together a bibliography, forming a good thesis, putting together a PowerPoint presentation, or in some cases, solving a statistics problem. Or it could be pronunciation methods for one of our language courses. In any case, seminars and tutorials are essential to our craft so that students get skills and to make sure that they can learn by repetition, by example, either from the professor, from the tutorial leader, or from each other. So how do we do this on Brightspace? Well, there's lots of ways. And one of the many ways is to effectively demonstrate how to do it. Demonstrate, repeat, and attempt. And one group of professionals that I personally believe are indeed experts at demonstrations are cooking show chefs. Here they are in a tight timeline, hoping to show you how to create good food fast. Now, some of them use colorful language. Some of them just open cans of goop and put into a bowl and heat. Some cooking show chefs actually take their craft very seriously by making the point of trying to show how seemingly complicated things like homemade soups and stews and baking can actually be very simple. This is why I got a hold of my good friend, Chef Ben Kelly, to talk about his show, Dinner with Ben. Chef Ben Kelly has worked in restaurants in Halifax, Quebec, Ontario, Yukon, and now throughout Nova Scotia. He is now based in Cape Breton as a personal chef and caterer, and I can tell you firsthand that his dishes are fantastic. He's a blogger, a podcaster, and a regular guest on CTV Morning Live. 
Ben also runs the popular Facebook cooking show, Dinner with Ben, a cooking show where the guests cook alongside Ben as he takes their questions and guides them along in preparing excellent dinnertime dishes. I asked Ben, what was the idea behind doing a cooking show online? I started the show with the idea of teaching people to cook. And pretty much everything I do online is with that in mind. It's about teaching people about food and about cooking and, and getting people to cook more. Um, and originally, and as you mentioned in the intro, uh, the idea was to have people cook along with me live from home. Um, so I would slowly walk through things and, and, and show them the exact technique and how to cut an onion uh, and then the exact technique on how to cut a potato. But what I quickly realized is that as a professional chef, I go much quicker than everybody else. So then it kind of morphed into something a little different where I just take my time and I, I just repetitively, repetitively show them the same thing over and over and over, over the course of months and months of, of episodes. So there's not, you're not going to just see one clip of me showing you how to dice an onion because that's not really going to sink in. So there's like in almost every episode, I show you how to dice an onion and it gets quicker and it changes. And I, I talk about it differently and, and just try and craft the message to reach as many people as possible. Now we may not be cutting onions in our classes or we might be cutting onions in our classes. I don't know. I, I don't teach the onion class. But one thing that Ben found out quickly when he started his new show online is that as a professional chef, he could do what needed to be done quickly and with a lot of ease. And it looks good. You watch Ben Kelly cut up an onion or press garlic and it looks easy and fast and it always comes out delicious. But if you're a learner and you're wanting to do what Ben does, you can't just expect to grab a knife and cut an onion in the same way and keep all of your fingers. So this is where Ben came up with the idea that it needed to be a more dedicated learning space rather than just a demonstrative space. And there he brings in guests, people to the show who he's essentially teaching how to do the cooking at a slower pace that people can follow. So the reason I started bringing in guests was to slow the show down. Um, and, and so the idea behind that was that the guests would do the cooking and I would teach them how to do it. And by watching somebody learn how to cook, the people at home would then learn how to cook. And in slowing the show down, if they wanted to, they could cook along at home as well. Um, but then from there, it kind of morphed again into me just trying to find interesting people to talk to and, and have a good meal with. Um, but I think, I think for what I do, having guests really enhanced the learning experience because I wasn't just teaching out into the ether. I was actually teaching someone and then people were watching that live. This method proved very effective for Ben. His viewership increased, uh, his recipes became clearer. People had a more jolly chatter going on while his shows were, were underway. By having someone, an apprentice on the show, slowed things down and actually provided a little bit of comedy as well. Here's a clip from fall 2019, where Chef Ben Kelly and I are making lemon dill potatoes. Over here, on here, and we're gonna take care of some of these potatoes. Do you know what kind of potato this is? Is that a fingerling potato? It is a fingerling potato, good, good for you. I love trivia. He, Bob does love trivia. He's actually 
I would say the captain of the trivia team that I am happy and lucky enough to be a part of. We're currently in fourth place. Fourth place. You would love your support. Um, So uh, in the ingredients list, I said Yukon Gold potatoes, Mm -hmm. but I actually couldn't get any Yukon Golds today. So we're going to use fingerlings. Uh, Do you know why we want to use like a Yukon Gold or a fingerling potato? Is that something to do with the moisture? Uh, Sort of. So these are actually really waxy potatoes. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they hold their shape really well when they're cooked. Oh, good. And that's what we want. So if you're making like potato salad, a potato like this is what you're looking for. Right. So, so like a russet would just sort of be... Exactly. Off. So normally I wouldn't peel these, but for the application today we're going to, and we're just going to peel about, uh, let's say, seven or eight of them. Ben also mentioned to me that there was a hidden benefit to having a guest as part of a demonstrative show. They're also... Um, changing your experience as the teacher because they're they're asking questions that you would have never thought to answer they're looking at things in a way that you never would think to look at them because you have like this information bias so having somebody with less experience there really helps the other thing about demonstrating skills with someone is that it actually normalizes the process of failing it's okay to fail if you are with someone who's going to mentor you through it to improve your skills. For example, here's me peeling a potato. Bob, I feel like you've never peeled a potato before. How would I do this with more efficiency? Okay. It's on the floor, Ben. Okay, we'll pick that, we'll pick that one up and we'll, we'll wash it off. Can we turn it into a plant or something? Okay. So... What I would suggest is hold, in, so you're kind of holding a potato in this grip. Yep. Hold it flat in your hand and then just drag. That's much easier. Yeah. That way you're like peeling way more of the potato, right? Right. Okay. I'm going to let you get, get back to let's that. Get a, let's do that. Then we're just going to pop the potatoes in this pot when they're peeled. No kidding. That's like tripled my efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. It's much easier. No kidding. Well, well done. So no doubt, demonstrating specific skills and techniques is important for any class, any learning environment. But again, we're we're not doing this in the traditional places that we're likely most comfortable with. I asked Ben, what do you think about the new era of online learning when it comes to demonstrating skills? Today, everybody's trying to adapt their kind of knowledge and, and teaching styles to the online world. But I think that we're at a point where we can kind of reverse that and adapt the online world to our teaching styles. Ben's point here is about half the battle with online learning. It's not so much about trying to contort yourself into the technology, but making sure the technology can work for you. It is a tool. It's not a philosophy or a way of life, so to speak. So for cooking show hosts, uh, a camera, a clear microphone, and a clear view of the pot is good enough. But what about for other instructors who, again, aren't anywhere near a cutting board or sharp knives? I think that's a really important thing to note here is that you don't really have to change what you're doing. You just have to find the medium that works best for you. And there's no shortages of mediums out there. So it's really what you're most comfortable with. It could be a podcast. It could be online recorded video. It could be live video. It could be just straight up text. It could be moderating a group chat, whatever. Don't be intimidated by the tools. 
Just figure out which one works the best for you for the job at hand. And one thing that Ben does share, when it comes to demonstrating techniques, he provides a really important point. And I, I think I think that's the, that's the key there is actually watching the process. Um, there's uh, like a, a common line that's that's repeated in this kind of new world, which is document, don't create, which just means to document what you're doing rather than creating content. So, for example, writing a thesis statement, if you sat down with somebody and you just have a screen recorder on and a mic set up and you're just talking about what you're doing and actually letting people watch the screen as you type and and and, and just kind of conversing back and forth, that alone is is huge for people because they're going to actually get the real live data of what you're thinking and how you're thinking and why you're writing what you're writing. So to me, that alone would be huge. It's like, it's like uh, video gamers watching other video gamers play, which is a million dollar business. As always on Radio Fast, we try to give some insight into the technology that's used to engage with these methods. And once again, the theme resonates that you don't have to have the state of the art over the top four figures of technology to get the job done. When I asked Ben, how did he put his cooking show together? Surprisingly, with very little. Um, people think that you need like really expensive equipment to do this, but we live in a world where we're all carrying high definition video cameras in our pocket all the time. So I literally started my show uh, with a tripod and a cell phone. That was it. And the tripod I bought at the dollar store. Um, now I still, I still use a cell phone to record my show, um, but I have uh, a better tripod and I have kind of studio lights. My whole setup on Amazon cost me, I think, $200. And I use a microphone, which was a $50 microphone as well. So it's, I, I did the whole thing for under 200 bucks. Um, One of the important parts of demonstrating skills is to make sure that everyone's keeping up and that they're on the same page. You're not going too fast. You're not going too slow. People's intention are engaged with you. And the chat function is one way of doing that to make sure that people are, again, on the same page or if there are questions coming in that you can easily handle them. Brightspace and the other learning tools that we do have available to us do have chat features. I asked Ben, how do you handle chats? Because it's something that he uses in his own cooking show. And then the other thing I do is I set up my laptop and I just watch the live feed just like anybody else would. Um, and that way I can see the comments and, and, and answer them. I think in as much as both students and professors recognize that we're, we're not running at full speed in the online world, if we are going to use a tool like chat, we do need to recognize that it can be cumbersome to manage and it could be also distracting to manage the chat if you're trying to communicate a demonstrative skill. So final thoughts from Chef Ben Kelly about using features like chat. Uh, the, the, the biggest thing I can say is if you can manage it, have a second person there to kind of organize the questions and, and, and everything like that. But if you don't, um, what I do is, is I literally just have my laptop set up, as I said, and I just kind of every once in a while I'll glance over at the comments and I try and answer all the questions as best I can. But if I see uh, questions that are really interesting and I think that people will get a lot of value out of, then I really kind of deep dive into them. And if I see questions that I think are kind of unnecessary, I'll just casually really quickly answer them and then move on. 
So it's, it's about kind of in real time sorting the data as it's coming in and, and trying to figure out what's going to have the most value to the largest audience. Chef Ben is one who volunteers his time to do this, to teach people how to cook. And in many cases, it brings up the question, why do it? Why invest this time engaging with these technologies, putting the effort in? And maybe that's something that we need to ask ourselves as well. Why are we putting this effort into making sure that the online experience can actually be great? Chef Ben Kelly has a great answer for that about making this a labor of love. Going back to his earlier point about how we're not trying to contort ourselves into technology, but if we can make technology work for what it is we do and that we love to do, how do we again make this experience a labor of love? I mean, I, I write a blog as well, which you know. Um, and for the blog, for the first two years I wrote it, I woke up at 5.30 every morning, wrote it in two hours, uh, and then went to work and worked a full day. Um, the podcast, I did the same thing. The show is, is a little extra on top of that. So, I mean, this is a lot of work for sure. If you don't want to do it, it's going to be really hard to push yourself to do it. I do it because I want to teach people to cook. I, I, I have an absolute desire for people to stop buying pre-made meals at the grocery store. I want people to go home and cook. And obviously right now with everything that's going on, it's more important than ever. So I do it because I love it and because I love teaching people to cook. If you love teaching people your subject and you can't do it live, you have to find another way to do it. And on that note, we've heard from Chef Ben Kelly about doing demonstrative teaching in an online format. That's another feather in your cap. That's another arrow in your quill on doing teaching online on Radio Fast. I'm Bob Hewish. I'll see you next time.